My name is Michelle Gold, and you're listening to Bad Personality, the podcast where I ask random men that I meet on the internet really personal questions about themselves, you know, because I'm just trying to figure out if I have a bad personality. So my guest today, if you want to introduce yourself. Um, I'm Kevin. Uh, I'm from Hadley, Mass. I am a junior at Rochester Institute of Technology. Read us your prompts. Um, yeah, actually, funny story about this. Uh, I actually didn't even make this account. Really? My friend made my hinge, and she did all of my answers. And I thought they were just really funny, and I just kept them. My first one would be a typical Sunday. And I said, well, she said it was wake up and have morning sex, followed by uh, breakfast in bed, and spend the day drinking or golfing and or golfing. That's kind of like on par with what I basically did this whole summer was I just worked and drank and golfed pretty much because that was the only thing I could do. Um, and then uh, my next one is I'm overly competitive about everything. And then um, I won't shut up about being a sarcastic asshole and coding. Sounds good. Sounds good. Um, yeah. So like like you said, you did, or you at least you did play lacrosse. Um, mm-hmm. you, you live with the lacrosse players. So, you know, you're very much in that culture to me. And, you know, I think a lot of other people out there, right? Like laxbro culture, right? Like it is like the epitome of like white boy privilege, like my daddy's going to sue you kind of energy, you know, like very big, those kind of vibes. So like, what do you think about that? Do you agree? Do you disagree? For me, I disagree um, because. Naturally, right. Yeah. I mean, why would I actually agree with the stereotype? But um, no, actually I like grew up uh, playing lacrosse since like the third grade and my dad like put me onto it in my town. I actually didn't even have a lacrosse team. So that was like a big challenge. So my brother and I ended up um, choosing to go to prep school to play. Um, and that just furthers the stereotype. Like Right. Federal. I was going to say, I don't think this is making me sound like my stereotype <laughs> was wrong. No, no. Your, your stereotype of me, like if you just got like an overview of me, you're probably dead on because I went to prep school. I played lacrosse and I, I played in college. And then all of a sudden, like I'm just a 6'2 white male and yeah that just falls right into the stereotype of all across was, was the being 6'2 um was that a part of the stereotype or did you just want to like humble brag a little bit of both that's fair you know so yeah but like you know while like what about like your friends like you know the team that you're on right you've been on lots of lacrosse teams like do you think mm-hmm. your team members don't exhibit you know that obvious like white boy privilege like I think that's everything about lacrosse that's just it's the whole thing really yeah um yeah, no, a lot of kids actually kind of like put off that kind of vibe. Um, the team I played on in college doesn't really give off that vibe. The way we play is very different. Um, very blue collar instead of white collar. And like we work hard and we get the job done. But um, through like high school, the kids just thought like, oh, it's like fun to play lacrosse. Like there are kids on the team that were just into it as much as like my brother and I and a few other kids were. Um, when we were on the team and um, turn that around and get our nose to the grindstone um, and not really worry about like the stereotypes and just like be ourselves and worry about the team instead of themselves because a lot of kids like in high school for me were very self-centered and very like worried about themselves and like their style and everything and I walked out to the field and I would just play my game and get off and lax is life right you, you just want to play um yeah i live and breathe lacrosse it's a big part of our family i know lacrosse they like recently made 
a pro team or a pro league. Yes. So yeah, um, you know, that's a that's about as much as I know about lacrosse. That's it. <laughs> but I think that's pretty impressive that I knew that. Yeah, that's that is impressive. Yeah. So you know, obviously, like as you were growing up until obviously, like recently, like the last year or two, there was no, there was no like cross major league. There was no like pro league, whatever. Is it, is it an Olympic sport? They're trying to get into the Olympic. There's no okay. cross so world now games. There's not. Okay. Yeah. So there's that. What, what was the goal? Really? You work like really hard at sport. Like, you know, and people play like basketball or football or mm-hmm. hockey or baseball, or soccer. I guess pretty much a lot of other sports, right? Like, you know, like there's, yeah. there's at least like some kind of hope for people that's like, oh, like maybe I'm going to be like make pro. Obviously not for everyone, but for like yeah. some people, even especially if they want to like play in college. I don't know what, you know, there's this hope like, oh, like I'll do something after that. What, what was really the point for you? Did you? Th- well, I love the sport. Probably try and coach when I'm older because I just love it. As I said, I live and breathe it. For me, I kind of like used lacrosse to enable me to get into a higher education. Granted, I wasn't, yeah, I'm in a tough major, but I never was a straight A student. Like nobody thought mm-hmm. of me as just like- What'd you get on the SATs? Like the brains, yeah. Uh, didn't take the SATs. On the ACTs, I think I scored a 24, 25, I think. Okay. So like, I was like middle of the road for everything. So I kind of like use that to my advantage. It's like use sports, look at colleges that were like a little bit outside of my grade range and use the recruiting aspect of that, get my foot in the door. And so it's like that, good. obviously, right. Able to like, oh, like be really good at a sport and mm-hmm. you obviously practice whatever you have, like a lot of resources for the sport that like enabled you to go to a better school. Like that mm-hmm. is also like another layer of privilege would elevate you, um, because obviously that's yeah. not something, you know, like everyone could do, especially, like, you know, obviously sports that are not like there aren't as many people playing it. Like I would assume like there aren't as many people like playing lacrosse as there are in soccer, like you uh, like nationally. Yeah, I don't know the numbers for it, but yeah, I, I think there are more people playing soccer than there are right. lacrosse players nowadays. So then I guess like in a way like, oh, you versus someone who like playing soccer is like doing like that same kind of thing obviously like if you're playing lacrosse and like that's like it's like a different level of privilege that oh like maybe someone who is poor you know who like didn't have the resources and like even just like lacrosse I guess in general it's like an expensive sport right yeah so like you know they wouldn't be able to like do that same kind of thing you know like using sports to really like elevate themselves to like reach kind of like a higher level of schooling you know if that's what Mm -hmm. they wanted so I mean I don't know how much you really internalize your privilege but like do you do anything about that like you know you like realizing that oh like I've been lucky like what I've been able to do do you do anything to give back yeah um I go to I mean not specifically to give back to less fortunate people that aren't able to play the game but for people that are still like that are able to start playing the game like I've done little clinics with people I've volunteered as a coach for um teams and like I've gone back to my high school and like helped at practices and explain like um, like those are like already the people that already have the options that you have in a way, like probably not everyone, but you know, like you said, going back to your high school, you, like you went yeah. to prep school. I haven't really thought about that recently, but when I was first starting, um, my dad was building the youth program, the local youth program for our area. And he was always just like trying to get kids equipment and working with that kind of stuff. And Granted, I haven't been able to reach out as much because I've been focused on my own career, but that's definitely something that I'm going to be interested in um, and like spreading the sport, but it's obviously hasn't come to my attention. Like I haven't paid much attention to it. Because- mm-hmm. Okay. So I guess, um, you know, I'm going to make an assumption here, you know, let me know if I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Um, you're 
college like I know you don't play, like the team that you were on in college the team that you live with right pretty mm -hmm. white yeah like why do you think that is just ability to play mm -hmm. okay I'm a little jaded I'll you know lax bros in general not um, surprised a lot of people are why why do you think so not like actually like getting to know someone individually you're just like oh he's on the lacrosse team he's probably a tool what do you think you do that makes what do you do that makes you not the stereotype like why should I believe that you're not you know, this kind of like toxic Chad culture, are you not? What do you do to change it? You actually have to understand who that person is first to, instead of just slap, like, yeah, you can slap a label on me. I'm a, I'm a complete Chad. But I think it's unfair to be judging people because of their sport. When we're out in public, we're obviously going to have a good time with each other. Like, and so, yeah, we'll be a little bit loud and obnoxious and like make people feel uncomfortable, but that's just the way that we act with each other. It's just how we have fun. And it's kind of hard to like explain that to other people that obviously haven't been, uh, have you done sports in high school? No. I, uh, I don't think I exude the energy of an athlete. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of hard. It's easy for people to be like, oh, they're just like a bunch of assholes, but really- I it's mean, just... but like the other sports like don't have this, like obviously like, soccer players and like football players whatever like they go out together and they have fun and then they don't have this stigma it's like oh like they're no there's a stigma like, on football players i mean yeah like they like they have a stigma like whatever their own stigmas but i'm saying they don't well, have like the same one of like being like chads and like you know like rich little privileged white boys um like that kind of thing yeah okay let's uh, take our first music break but anyway, so the first question I asked you, so, you know, the part of the second part of this podcast, I don't know if you listen to an episode, I, um, I have the music. So then if anyone listening, you can listen to these songs. And then after you listen to them, tweet me at bad personality, bad two B's on Twitter. Let me know if you think these songs match, you know, if the vibes are compatible. So the first question I asked you is what song reminds you of the color purple? Yeah. So the song that I said was gooey by glass animals. I just think it has really purple vibes. You know, it's like a little, a little like psychedelic ish kind of, I guess. In a more like poppy normy way, I guess it's a, you know, and the cover's purple, so maybe that is why I thought that song that you said was C W J B H N by Jake Scott. So do you yeah. want to tell us why you think that is a purple song? I kind of like. Well, when I saw that question, I was like, oh, that's interesting. When I looked up like shades of purple, saw there was like. I kind of went back to the root of how you get purple between red and blue and mixing the two. So like blue is obviously like sad and whatnot, but like red is also like passion and such. So when I picked this song, it was kind of like, they're very, it's two, it's about two people that are like passionate about each other, but they just, it just doesn't work out. So they just want to be happy for each other. So like, it's like happy, but like, sad at the same time and it's a very double-edged sword and that kind of like reminded me of like a purple like a dark purple like it's not like super happy or super sad it's just like very nice now that we're back from our music break let's talk you know pre-pandemic you know you know what what's like some stuff that you know maybe you've seen happen you know you've seen happen at your house at like you know where you live at school um you know maybe with team members you're out that you know, it was kind of fucked up, but you didn't say anything, you know, you didn't stop it. And now you're kind of like, I, I should have, I should have done something. Like, I'm assuming, I'm going to imagine like, you know, not all, the, you know, maybe you are all very nice, but you know, we'll, you know, just college age men and groups, they don't usually treat women very well. 
Yeah, that that's also part of the stereotype. Yes, but I have actually never really encountered that at my school. Um, a lot of the guys on the team have girlfriends and they come by and they're always super nice. But whenever there has been an instance, like somebody was catcalling or whatever and whatnot, we've made, like, we made sure that he went back when he was sober and said he was sorry right in the moment, because obviously he's still, he's still impaired. He's still having those thoughts. So we had him go back and talk when he was sober and say he was sorry. And that way she actually meant it. And we apologized. But you don't like stop them in the moment. In the moment, yes, we did stop. And we were like, hey, cut it out, like knock it off. In the moment, yes. And then when they were sober, we had them go and apologize to the person. We're not, we apologize to her, but obviously he needs to apologize as well, but he needs to be in a state of mind where he's, you know, a functioning part of society and not just- What did he think about that? Like when he was sober? Well, he felt bad. Let's just say my buddy gets kicked out of a bar for like harassing a waitress or whatever. Or Does like that happen? I'm not going to say whether or not it did happen or did not, but- Why not? I'm going to bleep your school name. I can bleep your whole name out. I want to know. Did it happen? Has it happened? Um, I've never done it. No, actually, mm-hmm. actually this, um, this instant, this instance was one of my, with one of my buddies. He was uh, hitting on the waitress and she was kind of like flirting back for a while. And then he asked if he could charge his phone. She said, sure. So she took his phone and put his phone on the server stand or server area with like the, um, the computer and whatnot and was charging his phone for him. And so later a guy came over and was like, is this your phone? And he's like, yeah. He's like, don't do that don't put it where it was. And he's like, I, I personally didn't put it over there. I asked her to put it over there and I wasn't going to go get it unless I asked her. And so I left, I was DD that night. I drove a group back and I got back and my buddy's sitting outside and I'm like, what happened? He's like, I got kicked out. And I was like, for what? And I was like, he was like, beats me. I then go to my brother I went up to him. I was like, what happened? Why is, why is he outside? He's like, oh, that guy that came over and like told him to not put his phone there, like just came up to him. You need to leave, get out. And apparently some things were said and uh, the guy accused my buddy of DMing this girl, just like a bunch of, and we checked his DMs. Nothing was sent. He wasn't even on his phone because it was charging. So and then he like instantly went back and into his Instagram and it was like, I hadn't talked to this girl in ages. Like I, like they oh, had you already, knew this girl. They had talked a little bit previously. Um, so there was that. Um, she works at the local bar that we go to. And so they have like chatted briefly. And then the guy was just like, you're harassing our waitress. Like you need to go. So. He was sitting outside. I picked him up. I grabbed the rest of my buddies and we drove them all home. And so in that situation, we didn't have him go back and apologize because he he did nothing wrong. The right. You don't think maybe like this guy when he was like, I mean, obviously, I, I mean, because the other person was a guy too. So I'm a little more, oh, you know what was happening? But you think maybe he was like yeah. being a little, um, what's the word? 
he was like agitated a little bit, you know, being a little confrontational at this point. Do you think that happened? I guess you weren't there, yeah. but well, in yeah. the realm of no, things that could have um, happened. He was, he was still confrontational. Like when I got him and he was sitting outside, he was like, this fuck, like he was, he was upset. You just got kicked out of the bar with his buddies. Um, and you think that's like an okay reaction for anything to just like, you know, even if I guess someone is saying it to just like. Well, we told him to dial red. it back. We told him right. to dial it back um, multiple times. Um, so like granted he did get kicked out. He was a little bit upset with himself. And then the next morning he was very upset with himself. He was like, oh, I'm such an idiot, blah, blah, blah. Like he felt bad. So like. Uh-huh. He did, he felt, feel bad that he got kicked out of the bar or that he was being confrontational or that, you know, they thought that he was harassing the waitress. He felt bad that other people thought he was harassing the waitress. Did he think maybe something he was doing was harassing the waitress? Because, like, in my mind, if she wasn't being harassed, then, like, when this happened, she would probably be like, he, he wasn't harassing me. I mean, unless yeah. this other guy was just like, I want to start shit. But, like, you know, probably to her, she probably kind of felt like, oh, maybe I'm a, you know, something. She wasn't comfortable. That could be a possibility. She could have just told um the guy that kicked our buddy out to go take care of him or whatnot i wasn't there so i have no information on that but i just know like the way we handled that situation i thought was acceptable in that time because we told him to stop doing what he was doing he did kind of deserve to get kicked out do you guys ever really like you know you ex you explain it, you, you know, you actually, you know, you get a little deeper and it's kind of like, you can't in other situations too, like you can't treat women this way, or it's just like, you can't do that. That was bad. Do you ever really like talk about like why, you know, so people like really know, cause I feel like, you know, it's easy. You mm-hmm. can tell someone like that was bad and I'll be like, oh, okay, that was bad. But like, are you getting into, it's like, that's bad. And like, this is why that's bad to make sure they actually have like an understanding of these things. Yeah, no, no. Um... Like, so let's say like like, your buddy was like catcalling someone, right? And, um, you know, you're kind of like, you know, you do your thing, whatever you do, you tell them to stop the next day, you have them go apologize. Like, what else are you saying to them about this? Like, why, you know, why, what are you explaining to them? Well, I have, well, usually this goes to the captains, you know, the captains are a big part of the team and they are like, when something outside of the field happens and it affects the team and our image, um, the captains are usually our, our lifeline to the coaches and to understand like what we should have done and what we need to do next. So I've never been in the position of talking to someone after they've done something night out or gone into a fight or whatnot. But um, there's a lot of a lot of the guys on the team have spent enough time to like know what to do, what to say. And they're not like the stereo. My school is not a stereotypical school for lacrosse. We're a bunch of engineers. We, we like work hard and we work hard in school. So none of these guys are like, oh, my dad will like bail, bail bail me out or whatever. They're very down to earth kids that are just like, I need to respond to my, I need to look out for myself. So so is this like, you know, like, I guess like kind of, you know, telling them like, oh, you shouldn't have do that, blah, blah. Is it more for genuine empathy for the woman? Like, oh, like she must feel bad. This must be uncomfortable. Or is it just like, 
I don't want this getting out that people on the lacrosse team are doing this. So that's why we're apologizing to cover our tracks. Um, I would say mostly because, uh, mostly A, but also B, like when my roommate, my freshman year um, got kicked off the team, he was drunk and he started knocking over uh, roadwork signs and then a police officer came and got him. So there was a lot of stuff and he was, we were just like, dude, you need to stop. You need to stop. Like keep telling him to stop. And then all of a sudden we see police lights light up and we're like, we, we can't help you. You were doing this all on your own. These were your actions. And then the next day he was just so apologetic, not because like he's in trouble or whatnot, but like because of what he's done and like, he wasn't upset that he was knocking over street signs, right? Like he was in trouble or he felt bad that he got in trouble. Like if there wasn't a police, he probably wouldn't feel that bad. No, he, he still felt bad. Like for knocking over street signs. Yeah. Well, then the police came, but like the next day he was like, why did I do that? Why, why did I just go off and knock over street signs, start kicking cones? Like, and did he get foot, a ticket? Like, uh, I don't remember what his, what that was. It, it was university, not like. Um, oh, okay. So he so, probably had to do like a drinking seminar. Yeah, he did. He did a drinking seminar, um, and he had to like go to meetings and whatnot. Um, and then also he had like restrictions placed on him from the lacrosse team as well. So, yeah, I mean, I mean, maybe he did really feel bad about knocking over signs, but I, he probably felt bad that he got in trouble. Like, oh, like you said, he already was kicked off the team, right? No, he was still. Oh, he hadn't been kicked off. The, oh, okay, so like this is okay. So, I mean, it's it sounds like he was more upset that he um, you know, he got in trouble. I mean, but that's fair. Like, I like me if I was like kicking over street signs, like knocking things over. I um, I mean, I'm not saying it's something I wouldn't do. I might do it. And like nothing happened, I didn't get in trouble. The next I'd probably be like, haha, like that was funny. I was kicking over cones. But if I got in trouble, I'd be like, why was I so stupid to get in, you know, like getting caught was more of the issue. Mm -hmm. At least I feel like that's what it'd be for me. Maybe your buddy felt genuinely empathetic, upset for knocking over cones. I mean, I wouldn't, but maybe he would. I don't like, would you like feel bad the next day if you were like knocking over cones, like knocking over street signs? Like you didn't get in trouble, nothing happened to you. Like, would you, like, you personally, would you be upset with yourself? Well, it depends on what the sign was. If it was a sign for, like, cars to not turn down the road, like, yeah. Yeah. Like, construction, like, signs like that, I would definitely feel bad about because the next day, like, that sign could be missing and somebody can turn and get hurt. Like, I would feel bad okay, about yeah, that. Okay. It's just, like, cones or whatnot. No, I wouldn't. But these were actual, like, street signs, like, big signs that said, do not, like, turn down this road. So he actually right. did feel empathetic about that. Yeah, like, oh, like, I could have hurt someone. Mm -hmm. So did he think his punishment was justified then? Uh, yes. Okay. Okay. I mean, you know, maybe I've been missing, misjudging Black Sparrows. You know, maybe they are more empathetic than I, I give them credit for. Um, maybe. We don't know yet, but maybe. That's for you to judge. It is. You know, it's for, you know, the listeners. Let me know what you think. Do you think there is more to lacrosse players than 
being my daddy's gonna sue you vibes let me know tweet at me at bad personality bad for two bees let me know what you think let's do our second our second music after a long night of drinking and knocking things over you know you're probably you're probably pretty dirty so you know the next day maybe maybe that night maybe the next day you know you're gonna take a shower so like what song are you listening to in the shower your favorite shower song I, for this question, said, what did I say? I said Spice Girl by Amine. I mean, it's just a great a song. One. You know, it has, yeah, it has lots of vibes. It's a really hype up song. I uh, love Amine. Spice Girl. I don't know. Just that song makes me feel hot. It makes me feel hotter. You know, normally I already feel hot. But that song I listen to and I'm like, wow. I just, I feel great. Like, I feel very, I feel hotter. Is, you know, that's, that's, um, that's it. And that song you said was, um, I was just saying feels great. Uh, the song you're saying it was Feel Great, Feels Great by um Cheat Codes featuring Fetty Wap. Why? Um, kind of the same way, like the same reasons like you chose uh Spice Girl. Like it's just like there's no way for me to listen to that song personally and not like feel good or like start feeling better about myself. Like if I had like a bad day or whatever and just like want to like pick myself up like usually I'd just go take a shower and listen to that song and just right like I just turned 21 in the summer so during the pandemic and I've like I've never actually like been to like a bar for like you know legally like been in a bar to like drink yeah as I'm saying because like right like Boston you know they're like really strict on fake IDs because everyone is a college student so mm -hmm. they know yeah. actually that's not true I lied. One time I did go into a bar with a fake ID and I did drink, but I wasn't planning on doing it. I didn't need a fake ID to get in, but I was like already drunk before I went in. And I was like, I don't know where my real ID is. I only have this one. So, I mean, it worked, but I guess so that oh, was a lie. Good. It is very sad that I am, am almost, almost 21 and a half now <laughs> and still have not been to a bar. It's very upsetting. That's all I want to do this year is go to a bar safely and not get coronavirus. Yeah, yeah, I feel that too, because I also turned 21 during the pandemic and I was just like, can I go out, mom? And my mom was like, no, because I was living at home. <laughs> no, it was just like, wow, I feel like such a child, even though I just turned 21, like I'm an adult adult now and I'm just not able to do anything that like I really want to do. Cause like yeah. for the, my own safety and my family's safety. Right. Like I want to be like dancing on tabletops and like, I can't do that in good conscience. I can't do that. Like maybe there are places that you could, that I could go do that somewhere. But like, I mean, that's so stupid. Like I, I wouldn't, I would like to, um, yeah. I don't know if I'd really get on a tabletop because I feel like I'd fall, you know, like girls on um, high surfaces, right. Always falling. Yeah, girls, girls on elevated surfaces is always a uh, right. possibility. I, uh, so that's, I don't, I don't think I could. Um, I feel like I'd also hit my head. I feel like I'm too tall to be standing on an elevated surface. Cause then I'm just like smacking the roof. Smacking, yeah, the ceiling. Yeah, it's not the worst thing ever though. You get a little- Be smacking my head. Party chant. Oh yeah, I guess. I don't know. I just feel like there'd be too much attention. You know, in some ways I'm like, wow, I love attention. But in other ways, I don't think I want that many people looking at me. <laughs> Where I'm like towering well, if you're, over. If you're the only one on the elevated surface, yeah, you're gonna have everybody looking at you. If you're up right. there with like a group of friends, I think you should be fine. Mm -hmm. Unless my friends are very short, 
which I do have some very short friends. It is very hard because we can't really take pictures with each other because like they're just like a full foot shorter than me. And I'm like, but I don't know how to make this look okay. Like there's just, there's no way, like I can't bend down low enough. Yeah. So it's a struggle. And it just looks unnatural. Yeah, it does. It's kind of like, oh, am I babysitting this person? No, um, to any of my very small friends out there. I don't feel like I'm babysitting you. You are probably babysitting me at those points, honestly. Um, and we love it. We love small, short people, um, I guess, as much as I can. I, I feel like sometimes I get kind of jaded at short people. Why? You know, when they just kind of have the energy that they're like, well, like, or the ones, not all of sh- small people, not all short people. I do, there are lots of short people that I do love, just so you know, people out there listening. It's just like, you know, the kind of like short people that are just like, I'm so small. Oh my God, I'm so small. Like, uh, like that's like their whole personality is being short. Yeah. Like, I'm so, like, I'm so delicate. I guess maybe that's not just short people. I don't know. There are some people just like that and I can't take it. Maybe because I'm jealous and I want to feel like, I want to feel small and like delicate and like a fairy, but I don't. That's a that's an interesting take. Yeah, I've yeah. never really been like, oh, I want to be like short. And like, well, yeah, like I don't think any man is like, oh, I wish I was shorter. I mean, maybe if they were like ten feet tall, eight, ten feet tall is not realistic. If they were like eight feet tall, maybe, <laughs> and not a basketball player, just a normal guy who was like eight feet tall. Yeah, yeah, and then they get the uh, stereotype. Oh, you must be a basketball player. Like, no, right, just just tall. Yeah. I got those stereotypes a lot in school. They were like, oh, do you play whatever sport? Because I was tall. And I was like, no, I um, cannot play any sport because I will get immediately hit in the face by something. <laughs> and I think exercising is stupid. Um, it just takes practice. Exercising? Or not getting hit in the face with things? Not getting hit in the face with things. Pre- exercising, you just need to have strong will and just make yourself do it. <laughs> Yeah, I guess I just, well, I myself have um, submitted to dying young instead of exercising. Submitted to dying young. You know, right. like, I think I'm, okay I'm not going to live past 50, but I think we're going for different directions here. Why? Why aren't you going to live past 50? I don't know. I feel like my life's going to go downhill after that. Not unless I have a good family. Why? Like a good family, like wife, like kids, like nuclear good families, is what you mean? Yeah, like I Life, kids, good job, nice house. Like, don't have that. I don't think I'm going to make it past 50. <laughs> like, do you think, like, well, why wouldn't you? Like, well, I'm hoping for that, but, you know, shit happens to people, you know? It's just like, you just think, oh, like, if I don't have those things, then, like, oh, like, I'll pro- I'm probably just, like, not in a good place. So, like, then, like, something would kill you at that point. Or, like, if I don't have those things, like, I would like want to like end my life oh I definitely wouldn't end my life but yeah no I would I've never really like that's never the option is to like end your own life but um no it's just like the way I've been like living and pushing my body recently is just like there's gonna be a lot of wear and tear on it <laughs> like why what are you doing that you think is gonna come back to bite you I kind of think obviously this um you know, this whole pandemic, I don't really move around a lot. You know, I feel mm-hmm. like I'm just not taking a lot of steps really at all because I just don't go anywhere. Um, yeah. So I feel like that will come back to bite me. Then I'm just like, I'm kind of like, ow, like my back hurts. 
And I'm like, I'm, you know, 21. Like I shouldn't be having this kind of, you know, like back and like body back problems, Like maybe yeah. I should like stretch, but mm-hmm. I don't. Um, so like, um, what do you think you're doing that's causing that? Uh, well, I'm a very active person. Um, so like I'm skiing like all the time right now. That's why I'm up in Vermont. Um, and I'm just going crazy on the ski slopes. Like that's going to obviously have some later side effects on my life. And then also lacrosse, lifting, um, and just like, if I get injured playing the sport, it could be like, I tear my uh, ACL. Those can like have later effects. So like, I kind of just like, I'm living like fast and loose kind of like, and just enjoying myself, like making the most of my life at this point, because like, yeah, you know, why not? I can't really do much. And then also like, I've kind of done a solid number on my liver as well. A lot of my friends have told me that. Anyway, so like what you were saying before, like right, hurting your body too. I guess that goes back to what I was originally like asking you a while ago about, you know, like what was the point of like playing lacrosse, right? I feel like there was no next thing. I've always really wondered that about, especially people like high school athletes too. And I guess college athletes, you know, like clubs, like ones, like non D1 college athletes, right? Like, you know, the other divisions, like they're kind of just like playing for mostly for fun right like not like other like there's not like the sites like outside of like playing in college um Um, so my point is like i played a d3 school and we our goal every year is to win a national championship in high school not like you don't have like goals of like in the sport playing but like right like if someone's playing like d3 football like they probably know like they're not going to get drafted they still love the sport though right right right. yeah that's what i'm saying yeah so no, no, that's what I'm saying, right? Like they love the sport, like that's why they're playing. So yeah. my point is, um, especially like people in high school like that, like when they get hurt like so much in these sports, you know, like I've known people like, right? Like there are pitchers and mm-hmm. like they messed up their shoulders so much in high school, you know, yeah. like people who like were wrestlers or like whatever sport and they've gotten so many concussions that, that like actually like, you know, it's gonna affect the rest of their life. Like why, mm-hmm. like, what is the point? Like why? why does someone like want to play the sport that bad that they are willing to like wreck their body for the rest of their life and like are people like oh they like sprain their ankle but they just want to play so much that they like don't wait for it to heal all the way and like you know like they fuck up their ankles more like right you've done it like why like do you like why that, um, i've never understood that probably because i don't play a sport and i don't love anything that much it's uh like it, it's just like it's like well, I can't really speak for other people, but it's just like this little motor inside me that's like, you got to keep going. You got to keep going. You got to keep going. Like in high school, I didn't come off the field because I was just always running around. Like, and when I was off the field, like I wanted to get back on. I had, it was basically like an addiction to get back on, to get back to play, to like help my team. And it wasn't for me so much as I wanted our team to succeed. In my senior year, like I started... I got slashed in the forearm that could have easily broke my wrist, but it didn't. And I got this huge lump on my wrist. And for the rest of the season, I had to keep uh, just like a piece of plastic right on my wrist and like tape that up for every game and make sure like I had that for every game so that like 
if I got hit there again, my wrist wouldn't break. But like my brother is a goalie and he's been hitting the head so many times. Like he's just like, I gotta keep going. Like you can only hit yourself in the head so many times before like you have real like brain damage that's like will follow you the rest of your life. Like that you just don't care. You're just like, I have to play that bad. Um that's a question for him, but yeah, there like it's not you've put it like I, you put in so much time and effort to this sport and then all of a sudden you're just like oh I'm just gonna drop in walk away like no like no nobody really does that or no that, that's what I've seen is just like people right. being like, yeah I'm, o- I'm over it like I'm done I kind of uh, think they should at some point yeah and most people do usually in high school but well no kids, like after they get hurt like right like they get hurt they, they'll at least finish the season, you know, they'll finish yeah. playing in high school. Yeah, so um, now that I have tried to insult you a lot, um, really tried to break you down, I think it's a good time for me to ask, do you think, we'll wrap it up, I'll wrap it up and, you know, do you think that I have a bad personality, you know, critique me, you know, I started this podcast because I always have bad experiences with men, and, you know, I'm really trying to figure out why, so, you know, what can I do better? Hmm. it's a you can say yes it's okay I won't be offended I'm you know still the same still the same no you you shouldn't have to like change your own personality to just to like please a guy I want to know you know like what is it that is like you know do I have a bad personality like to you I I don't think you have a bad personality I think you need you should explore more opinions in certain subjects like with lacrosse it's the largest growing sport there's teams playing in uganda in kenya puerto rico the dominican educating yourself in the topics that you are going to want to talk about or what you end up um talking to a guy about would probably be the most important part and then also saying like podcast wise or like in real life both and i was you don't think that'd be like creepy oh sorry sorry I was about to bring this up and for real life, it's okay to be like, you have your opinion, listen to their conversation, like have a conversation about it, voice your opinions, and then also go back and look at it from their point of view. Like you can Mm -hmm. fact check them. So granted, there's no way for you to like fact check me on my, my stories because they're all from my point of view, but like, yes, lacrosse is a fast growing sport. Yes. It has a culture around it of being entitled a lot of other people playing the sport, not just to be like, oh, like white privilege, whatever. Right. And, and then also it's not just lacrosse or like other sports, it's all throughout our society that this is happening. So- I do act the same way with all white men, not just white men yeah. who play lacrosse. <laughs> yes, I've heard. All men um, in general, really. Yeah. So. I, I would just say like you don't have a bad personality because mm-hmm. I have I did I have enjoyed our conversations and yeah I did feel like you were attacking me a little bit but honestly like it, it's who I am like if you don't like who I am then you can fuck off to be honest sorry right uh, but it's that's just like my view on life like it's I, I'm not going to change myself because one person doesn't like who I am so if you just like next time 
my points for you for the podcast one would be to research your topics a little bit more be right, like my right. one critique so no you don't have yeah. a bad personality thank you you know it's fair I'll, uh, I'll let you have it um here let me let me end this um thanks everyone for listening to this week's episode tweet at me let me know what you think do we have matching vibes you know come back next week we'll see who i'm gonna talk to bye